Hi everyone, this is Maya and Zach from This Person I Met. In the last episode, you heard the monologue of a young man who left home at the age of 17 and had struggled and survived alone in foreign countries ever since. Not only were we fascinated by his story, but many audiences also contacted us to express their compassion and inquire about his current condition. If you missed the last episode, we highly encourage you to visit it before coming back here. In today's episode, he will share more of his ups and downs in the UK. The the second year at the Northampton, it was very depressing. I didn't have any like close friends. Even though I tried to like make friends with the the local students, it was very difficult. First of all, my English proficiency was it was not good enough to like maintain a social conversation. And secondly, I felt they were kind of isolating me in a sense that you know it's just like they they try to like keep distance um like whenever i tried to like initiate a conversation and they would just be like you know um like for example i i I asked them hey uh do you guys have plans later on like maybe we could hang out or something and they would just be like oh sorry dude um you know we we got study, we got go this, this place or that place and just all kinds of like, uh, excuses and try to like push me off. So it was, it was very depressing. You know, instead of like being positive and optimistic about it, and then I just, I chose to like lock myself inside of my dorm, just all by myself. When you isolate yourself from the rest of the world you just you simply become abnormal and that's what happened to me i became very strange i would lock myself inside of my dorm and play video games all the day i stopped going to the school stopped communicating with anyone and just inside of that dorm, dark, with my video games. And that was the only thing that I ever did. It was like really depressing and it was mentally torturing. Because I knew that, you know, I wanted to go out. It's just this this fear that's been built inside of me for a long time inner capability of talking to someone and the shamefulness that I have I had towards myself and those negative feelings they were so strong that I couldn't even control myself to like stop thinking about those it was a very devastating um, time Plus, my parents, you know, they, of course, they were, they, they cared about me, right? 
they ask her like, "Hey, how are you doing? How's the schoolwork?、Mm, what did I do? I lied. How could I tell them the truth that I I didn't? I stopped going to school. I locked myself inside. I couldn't. So beyond the negative feelings that I already had." And I had this sense of、um, pressure that my parents added on me, so I just felt extremely guilty that I spent their money, or I wasted their money for nothing. So I became very cautious on like spending money,、um, except for the tuition. That was like. Unnecessary spend, and I couldn't avoid. But when it came to you know life spendings, you know f- food, for example, I would limit my spendings to like a very extreme level. I remember、uh, for a few months, I only had like a pack of cup noodle per day. And what I did was cutting a break of instant noodle into half, and you know, half in the morning, half in the afternoon, and that would,、um, you know, just keep my body functioning.、Mm. Sometimes I would get like a cabbage, that's only like fifty pennies.、Um, you know, those cabbage that they were almost going bad. I would add that into like the noodles. But there was like no meat product at all.、Uh, I just lived、uh, only on instant noodle and cabbage, and that was it. So a week of food spending, it was only like a pound, two pounds at most, and that lasts for almost like half a year. At the time, my aunt she would call me from time to time just to ask about my well-beings and how my situation was. I remember this one time, and she told me that、um, that I should go out and find a job.、Mm. She said that hey, I know it's not easy, and you're a university student and now you know with all your schoolwork. So I understand it's not going to be easy, but. Um, you know, you gotta try to like find a job. Nothing's more than happy to spend your own money. You know, the the money that you earn from your own effort. I took her advice. Surprisingly, very surprisingly, actually, I would you know go outside and start to look for a job just because she told me that. It was very surprising that I. Managed to pass my fear and find my courage to actually go outside. So yeah, I started to you know look for jobs. The very first job I had, I remember, it was dark. It was it was freezing outside, and then I walked downtown. Northampton and asked all all the restaurants, and I asked them、um, door by door 
if they were hiring、uh, any part times. So eventually, I ended up in this Chinese restaurant. I suppose the manager didn't really want me as like long-term staff, but she ha- at the time she happened to be like short-handed because she was like having hosting a party on the very next day. You know, there were like plenty of guests coming. You know, it was my first job, so I took I took it very seriously. But I wasn't trained or told what to do. She asked me to be a bartender because that was the only vacant position. You know, because of lack lacking of experience and poor English proficiency. I remember this one time, and one of the customers asked me to refill his beer. He said, "Can you fill my beer? It's X Y Z." And I didn't understand what that was, right? Because I, I didn't drink. I had zero knowledge on, on beer types. I tried my best to understand him. I even asked him like a couple of times to saying, you know, just pardon or can you repeat that? Every time I say those words, and I just felt. Extremely embarrassed.、Um, if if you put me in that situation again, I would probably just tell the customer that I I I didn't know it. But at the time, I didn't want to like admit my you know ignorance. I just stared at the 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 beer faucet. Uh, panicking and being like helpless, trying to read the brand and figure out like which beer that the man wanted. So he stared at me impatiently for, gosh, almost like thirty seconds or so, and I still remember the way he looked at me. It was impatient, annoyed. It was just a face that you could feel this, this. Sound coming out, you know, <laughs> and then he pointed at the one of the faucets and said, "This one, this is what I want." A lot of people they they may thrive from experience like this, and you know, especially when their pride is being challenged. But I wasn't one of those people. I took it very personally, and it actually shook my confidence. Even, even more.、Uh, so, at the end of the day, you know, the owner asked me to,、uh, and there, there was another, another kid to to clean the the tables. Whereas,、um, she was like having dinner with the、uh, the regular staffs. It was it was 11 p.m. and I had not eaten anything、um, that day. You know, since since that morning. I felt like she was just giving me extra work without you know trying to to pay me, and then I don't think the owner gave a a shit about me or. Or that the other kid, and you know, I remember it was like five pounds per hour, which was 
um, way below the minimum wage, and she only paid me like thirty pounds for a, a straight seven, seven or even more hours of work. So I didn't say anything about it. I mean, how would I? What would I even say? And she didn't care if I was like hungry or not. You know, after a long hour work, how how would she like not asking me and this the other kid to join the staffs for dinner? So when I was、uh, about to leave, you know, after getting paid for thirty pounds,、um, one of the waitresses packed some leftover food、uh, and gave it to me. And as I walked back home, you know, it was almost winter, and the weather was just windy and rainy, and it was freezing outside. Uh, I reached. I reached to that thirty pounds in my pocket and felt some level of accomplishment when I felt even even you know even when I was treated unfairly.、Uh, I was poor, not in a sense that my parents didn't support me, but I was still. Uh, you know, I I used to like calculate the currency before making any purchases, so everything would be like very expensive in my mind. But still, that experience that I had when working, when you know, when talking to that man who wanted his stupid beer, and I got beaten by it. After、um, that day working at the restaurant, that was only like one-time thing.、Um, later on, I actually texted the、uh, the owner if she still wanted me back, but I didn't get any reply from her. You know, living in UK alone and having like almost no friends. This、um, self isolation it was it was just terrible.、Uh, yeah, at the time it was like the worst, right? I just stopped going to school and I avoided contact with 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 anyone, and I stopped communicating. Uh, whenever I had to like talk to someone, and especially when I couldn't understand them in English, or even when when I couldn't like express my thoughts clearly, there was like always a second sound, almost like a second thought playing in my mind and saying, "What would this person think of me? Like, was I dressing too rustic, or was I?" You know,、um, just being an idiot. Like, was this person annoyed because of my broken English? Like, I would think, were those people judging me in any way? The most direct and effective solution to to this self torturing was just to you know isolate myself from the others. This was the time 
that I actually got addicted to like to video games, to online video games. Because in a virtual world, um, I didn't have to like worry about what other people would think of me. All I need to do was just to type, and if there was like a vocabulary barrier, then or like any words that I didn't recognize, I could just Google it. Um, days went by, and then I lived a kind of like a zombie. You know, I could have played games for like twenty-four hours without eating anything, and I could have just live on like drinking water for days. And you know, soon, very soon, I was lost. I lost who I was. I lost my identity. You know, I lost the purpose in life, and then I lost just everything. And you know, during this time, one of my friends, well, he was only like the only two friends that I knew at the time, and. He he took me to this new Chinese restaurant that、uh, that was like opened in town. They happened to be like hiring staff, and this friend of mine, he was like, "Hey, hey, dude, you you worked at a restaurant before, right? Why don't you just you know try to apply for this this new job at this restaurant? Maybe they would treat you better." And with his encouragement, and then then. I, I went to talk to the manager and actually got myself a work there. And at the time, I felt like really, really lucky to get this job because there were other, you know,、um, Chinese students, you know, wanting to, to take this position. But I guess because I worked, even though it was just one day, but I told the manager that I worked for. The other restaurant. So the manager was like, "Okay, you know, since you have the the working experience, and we're just happened to, you know, needing、um, hiring new staff, then sure, why not?" So having this new job actually added some freshness to my life. I mean, my schoolwork was still a mess, but I took this working、uh, experience. More seriously, of course. You know, from my point of view now, it was a stupid、uh, decision to you know prioritize、um, the part-time job over study. But you know, how would I know? How would I know then? I was motivated to go outside of my room for a very good reason. That at least I was making some money. You know, compared to you know going to school. I could find like all the reasons in the world to like procrastinate. You know something interesting about like not going to school is that if you are absent for a day or two, and you know no big deal. You know you could just say that you were sick. You know you could always find some sort of excuse to be absent, but if you were absent for more than a week or even more. And you just lost every right to go back. The interesting part is that after that time, that long time being absent, you just you couldn't fit in anymore. It's like when whenever you go back, you just on your own. You know, everyone else, you know, they 
talk to other people. Like they're already assigned in like groups. You just being there by yourself, feeling isolated again. Working in that restaurant, I think that was the first time that I felt what responsibility was. Like no matter what the weather was,、uh, no matter if I was sick or not,、um, no matter if I had the school the very next day, and I just felt like that I was driven to go to work, like it was my responsibility. I remember winter was the most difficult time for me. It was, you know, only twenty something degree outside, and it was cold and freezing.、Um, I only had like a jacket and a hoodie, a pair of jeans and, and sneakers. The snow, the snow was coming down like in big like flakes, and. The wind was like so strong that I could feel,、um, I could feel it like throwing those like flakes into my face, and it was painful. To to get to the restaurant, I had to like walk across a huge open grass field. It was absolutely beautiful in summer, and perfect a place you know to have a picnic with friends or.、Um, You know, just to to walk around, but it was a nightmare in winter. The snow crunched under my、uh, under my feet and sinked to my knees. I I had to walk like about thirty minutes to get to the restaurant. I was a a boss boy. Not only needed I to clean the tables, and I had to wash the dishes and、uh, help the chef with the cooking. You know, just chopping meat, grab food from the fridge, or cleaning. It was a, not like me cooking, cooking, right? But I had to do all the errands. <laughs> Speaking of the chef, I can still like vividly remember. The way that he yelled at me, like, <laughs> like if if you know who Gordon Ramsay is, or if if you've watched Hell's Kitchen, I can only say that you know Gordon is nothing compared to the chef that I worked for. I often got talked shit on for any mistakes I made. Or even it didn't even have to be like a mistake; it could just be like one very tiny thing, like if ten seconds late to push out a dish, and I would go, I would get yelled at. I remember that I hated every customer who ordered the seafood in winter. The seafood、um, it was stored in a like large walk-in freezer. All the food were stored in there, but the seafood it was soaked in ice water. So if I was to like get to get the the seafood, I had to like、um, like sweep the the bricks off ice that's floating on top of the water and sweep them away 
soaked both my both my arm seeing that deep you know just ice cold water even now like i can still feel the pain it's it's like needles like scratching your bones like that freezing pain painfulness it was unbearable the worst part was uh you know after i was done with helping the chef to prepare the food i had to like go back to wash dishes in hot water <laughs> the rapid change in between hot and cold it could like cause like some permanent uh, like serious damage to 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 your fingers and i think that's why my 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 finger knots and you know joints they can they make like this like cracking noise whenever you know i like hold my fist too tight and it would like go cracking but i can feel like this discomfort you know when there's like a rapid temperature change that was the first time you know that i felt like not being treated like a human being i felt that the society didn't need anyone who couldn't contribute and it didn't care about how you feel being delicate could only like lead to like self destruction The only thing that I loved about that work uh, at that restaurant was that the chef would cook for everyone after work. You know, imagine eating like half a brick of cup noodle each day and then suddenly got fat with like real authentic Chinese food every night. The pleasure was real. Right? I really really enjoyed it. Um uh... Living in UK for almost three years, I think that was、uh, one of the best moments I had.、Um, you know, I was well fed, I got paid, and you know, I could buy food just using my own money. I kind of hesitate if I should like even bring this subject up because. <laughs> It kind of makes me sound like an ungrateful jerk.、Um, well, heck with it.、Uh, my family, my family had,、um, well, still has a very big influence on me. Especially before my teenage, I I often wonder like what would happen if I wasn't being like so cheap or so restrict about myself on spendings. Most of the kids when they go abroad, they're from well not say like rich,、um, but at least a, a a wealthy family. They party, they hang out. They enjoy life however they want. I'm not saying that my parents didn't support me. On the contrary, they fully supported me. You know, dis despite of being like guilty,、um, 
initially, like at first, uh, you know, being guilty to like spend to waste my parents on my own living. I think the way I spend money, it was under the influence of my mother. She, um, she has this, um, what's the word, miser, kind of characteristic, which I I totally understand. She lived in a um, a special time, unstable time that you know they they knew what was it like to be poor, to be starving. Um, my father, on the other hand, he is a man who knows, he knows what what's to invest. He knows if something has a long term value, that's you know that is okay to purchase, and even you know even if it appears to be expensive at the moment, you know he still knows like what's a good time to to do it. My father used to be very busy, and he had to like do business in between China and Burma, or Myanmar. Um, so you know he he was not home most of the time. I think because of that, I was under influence of my mother more. So whenever she. Taught me on like on spending money, and she would just be like, you know, hey, you don't need this. So, for example, if I find something that's fashionable,、um, you know, every other kid were wearing a pretty jacket or a cool pair of jeans, and I would want to get it, but my my mother she would be like, no, you don't need this, you don't need that. She's short-sighted and wants to like save every every penny, even if it means to like live in poverty. I mean, I do appreciate you know she's invested so much time and money on me, but what bothers me is that she enforced that value on me when I when I grew up. I didn't know back then. I am not trying to like find reasons to blame on, and also I'm not like trying to put my low self esteem that I experienced in UK on any of the the previous experience that I had with my family, or under their influence. I just, gosh, I don't even know if this was like. A, If I'm like blaming or not, I'm actually just curious. Like, what would happen if they raised me differently? When I was in UK, if I could like spend money as the rest of the kids, invest the money in my social life,、um, you know, if I were to like go to parties and. Um, experience what a life was in UK like truly. If they taught me like how to use money correctly, you know, instead of restricting、uh, money without telling me the reason, if they could just guide me correctly, and you know, whenever I accomplished something, they would reward me and telling me, 
you know why you get like why why you get rewarded instead of like just reward me blindly. I just wonder like what would my life be if I wasn't under their inf- influence if I was guided in a different way. His struggles didn't end in the UK and were carried into his life in the US for decades more. Is there a way out for him? Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe.